Welcome back to the epitome of suffering that is the That's Facts Podcast with Clamp and Cougar. All right, three, two, one. Welcome back to the epitome of suffering that is the That's Facts Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Cougar. Whatever you want to call me with me today, as always, I have my wonderful, stu- stupendous, um, what other way can I say this, uh, excellent, um, exemplatory, I think that's the word? My my co-hosts yeah. are awesome. Yeah, I, I love you guys. Um. Anyway, I'm here with I'm here with I'm here, I'm here with Clamp and Connor and and so much with the That's Facts podcast. Um, good week for two of us. Uh, finally, good week for 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 one of us that hasn't had one in a long time. Um, but three. Well, I, I guess two great games. Either way. Uh, great because the Cougs dominated, and great because um, Clamp and Connor got to see their teams play in a highly competitive um, game of high importance. Um, Connor, I'll let you get your thoughts out of the way, um, so we, so we, you don't have to linger too badly in how in how you felt Saturday uh, evening. Um, do you want me to say the, the the entire game now, or just do you want me to? Because <laughs> honestly, just, like, give me, give me your opening thoughts. Just give me your opening thoughts. I'll let Clamp go, and then I'll let you go into your. your yeah, game. I mean, it's it's holiday weekend. I'm very very grateful to be back home with my family. Uh, had safe travels along with everyone else, which is great. I need to do a lot more traveling next couple of days, but um, got the main part of it done now. Um, and yeah, I'm very very happy to be back with my mom, my dad, and my brothers, and. Great to see everybody again. So yeah, that's me so yeah. far. Good deal. Uh, Clamp, I'll let you use your open segment. Yeah, nice to have the Thanksgiving Day and Saturday off this week. That's um Hell pretty yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. setup. You know, um, I wish a little bit of my family would come down to Arizona to hang out, but you know, I still got my parents here, so we're nice. chilling. We're actually going a little off-brand here. We're going with lasagna for Thanksgiving. Oh, um, okay. You can't go I wrong with lasagna, yeah. you know? No. I mean, That's a choice, yeah, I absolutely think. not. Um, you know, we we Washington fell to 11-0 this week. Um, <laughs> they're expected to drop out of the top 10 after they oh, barely oh. won. After, after they barely won for the 11th straight week. Um it's nice to see the team succeed. Um, the boys gave their gave solid effort out there, um, as did our opponents. But I can I can't wait to get into it. All right. Well, while we're here, we might as well just go ahead and get the best game of the week out the way. Connor, I'll let you I'll let you give your recap of, of what you saw being at the game. So I the game starts at four thirty. Uh, if if it was college game day, I would have been I would have been there all night. But uh, woke up a little early. Was able to cram in some homework, which is nice. Uh, left for the I left for the game to get in line at the stadium at eleven. Um, because knowing me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get easy front row access. No, uh, there were people waiting there since like nine thirty. Wow. So that was fun. Uh, but I did get like second and third in one of the lines. There's like five lines in the student section. They got like second or third, and I was able to make friends with the guy in front. And he literally just right before we got in a saving, he let he let me and Mike for friends in front. Such a nice dude. Shout out to him. He, his his friends didn't watch football, but they were in line with him. 
And he was like, dude, we're going to be sitting in like the third row or something. We're not going to go try hard. We're, we're going to let you have the front row seats. So that was amazing. Shout out to him. Followed him on Instagram and everything. Very nice guy. Um, got, in, got in the game. Uh, the student section had orange hard hats for us, which is awesome. I still, really have cool. mine in my, I still have mine in my room. Um, they were amazing. They were looking amazing on TV. I saw a picture um, after that. It was beautiful. Um, right before the game's about to start, it starts raining, and this you'll, you'll see a common theme on this. It was a it was a downpour the entire game, besides the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely, just pouring down rain. It was not a great look. Um, half the students left by not half i say that third of the students left by halftime because of how cold and wet and rainy the yeah. game was i mean it's not enjoyable uh i brought layers i was ready for it i was in a shiesty i was i was i was i, I, <laughs> I was saw that. yeah i was in a shiesty i was determined oh bro i never saw the pictures what the hell i missed oh, it all, all of a sudden he sent them bro when uh it was, doing his it wasn't recap. a bad look either it, <laughs> i'll send it to you when clam's doing his recap um but uh as the game is going along uh romo dunze who i said we when we were we weren't gonna contain him we, we, I mean, we didn't uh we had injured Jaden robinson on him in the first quarter that didn't go well he put riley we put ryan cooper on him that didn't really go well uh jermon mccoy played the best coverage out of all the corners on him and he still let up a couple catches uh my key of the game though was to protect was to contain jack westover and literally the second play of the game he went for like a 12 15 yard catch on us so obviously i was like okay it's gonna be one of those games huh um, Washington pretty much dominated the first half. Dame played pretty well, but besides that, the team looked kind of rough. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. At halftime, I thought the game was gonna be a pretty big. I thought that I thought the game was gonna get out of hand. The crowd was dead. The team looked pretty dead. Um, but no, we came out of the second half running, gunning. Uh, we came out um kind of on all cylinders. Really, our defense stepped up. Our offense was able to get in a little bit of a groove. Um. And then we ended up tying the game. Oh, no, sorry. We, we, we ended up getting within two points. But the reason I did not mention these two points earlier is because how critical they were for the game. So we had a first down run. Uh, it was it was it was a QB draw. It was like a third and it was like a third and two. Uh, we had a had a QB draw. TJ takes up the middle of like a 12 yard gain. This is like before halftime, I think. Um, we 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 take it up for like a, it's like a 15 yard game. But no, it comes back for holding. Did not see it holding, but I also am not going to judge refs because it, it was a pretty clumsy game all over the place. Uh, and then we did not, we don't get the third down again. And then Beaver Luck, you would think playing in Oregon would make you kind of better at handling balls in the rain. Pause. No. Hey. Um, no. <laughs> I, 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 I said pause. I said pause. Um, our long snapper, Dylan Black, who is like a really, really good guy. Uh, really, he's been in the program for a while. I think like a fifth year senior or something. Snaps it over the head of our punter. He's forced to kick it out of the back of the end zone. That's a two point safety. And that's what he ended up, that's what we'd end up losing by 22 to 20. Um, one of my the thing is I'm so I I was so like hurt from this loss I did not say a word I walked with my head down I got to my apartment my dad was trying to cover me I'm like I was just not having it I was like dude that was that was our season right there and it's over uh it's not over we still have 
we still have a really good game coming up and we still have a pretty good bowl game to order to look in our future, but this is our chance to make noise. And we came up that short. Uh, I was cold, wet and miserable for most of that night. So fun game for most part, but weather wise and, and uh, yeah, score wise, the way it ended was not great for me, but I am very grateful that I had the opportunity to go to that game because I know some of my friends who did not get tickets. So, that's kind of where I ended up on that. Right. That that uh, if I remember correctly, that hold was on Levin Good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. If, and... Yeah, it was an interesting call because when he came across, it wasn't necessarily like a full fledged hold. It's just the way that he pulled the dude up and just cleared him out. And I think right. since the, I think that since really more than anything, since the play worked so well, they almost had to call it. Like, yeah, and you know when. You hold when an interior lineman blocks in the open field, it it always gets called. Right. I mean, because interior lineman technique is holding. Right. It all it just is, but oh. it's in it's such congested areas. Usually, you never see it get called. But once you get those guys in open field, they don't know how to get refs not to call it. Oftentimes, I mean, because yeah, like I mean, think of it in a close quarter situation. DJ falls for you know three yards or whatever they get the first that I don't think that that gets called because that's just such a normal motion within the play but since it cleared out everything so well and DJ just found the lane and just went and it was like okay well you kind of got to call it um right and the referees were not good in this game I there's 18 total penalties um never and yeah Oregon State outplayed Washington, I would say, in quite a few facets in this game. Um, where they did not outplay Washington was the turnover department, um, which ended up leading to quite a few Washington points. The one time it didn't lead to Washington points was that after half, DJ came out and threw an interception to Jabbar Muhammad, who played absolutely That wow. man, that, I was so impressed by him, dude. You have no idea. He covered yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, I've been... Nothing. I've been on the Jabbar Muhammad hype train all season, but this game was kind of the embodiment of what I've been talking about with Jabbar Muhammad all year. He's just been so locked in on coverage. He was perfect, though, in this game. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Right. In this game, neither team played their best, which is why I think um, more than anything, Oregon State should be, you know, disappointed with the result because they lay left so many points out we we led them in passing we led them in rushing we have played them we outplayed the UW and we lost yeah I mean there's so many points that Oregon State could have taken over this game and they just didn't take advantage man um which is why I mean I said it at halftime when Washington went to half with that lead Washington should feel great because you know, they're leading by, uh, I guess, what was that? Oh, about nine? It was 22 10 at halftime, and then Jabbar picked off. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm there, honestly. Right. We the need, same we situation. Need to go and score there. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I, I exactly. Like... You're up 12 with the ball, just like the Oregon game, and we fail. But this time, we're up 12 with the ball in their red zone, right. and we fail to score. Jabbar and, picked and it so... and ran it back to the 20. Right. Washington should have felt good because they, they were up big on the scoreboard and they didn't play well really at all compared to what they could be. And then Oregon State should have felt good because they should have been down by more. 
and the fact that they were able to keep it close and they played as poorly as they did. So I felt like both teams left a lot on the field, which is why this result is kind of um, going to stink a little bit more for Beavs fans. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, play it, basically. Ah, oh, man. The um, 16 play drive um, from Oregon State was one of the more impressive drives um, I've seen all season from anyone against us. We, I've seen Washington give up some big plays this year. That's no debate on that. But, man, Oregon State, um, the way that they held on to the ball that whole time. Now, of course, we had our stop opportunities. Um, like DJ threw the ball 10 yards over a receiver's head, but Thad Dixon gave the receiver a big old hug, um, which put the ball at the two-yard line. And then um, – so that was unfortunate. Then Oregon State held, and then we still gave up a two-play 12 yards in the red zone there, and they scored the touchdown. Um, the way Oregon State's offense came out in this game on their opening drive, went 10 plays and went down and scored, I thought we were in for another shootout um, like the Utah game. But Oregon State wouldn't score another touchdown for the remainder of the first half. Um, and a lot of that has to do with um, the weather. Um, Carson Bruner was really good in this game. Carson sure. Bruner um, took over for Alfonso Tupatala, and he played better than Alfonso has in any game this season, honestly. Um, Carson Bruner was all over the field, and he was the one guy that when he got his arms on Damian Martinez did not get ran over at, like um, Mish Powell did get ran over in this game. I mean, Dame sized him up and just ran right through him in that one point in this game, which was disgusting. Braylon Trice was really good in this game. Um, Super active. Um, Thule was on a pitch count. Um, Thule had a stat where it was Oregon State ran the ball. This is just at one point in the game. Um, um, So I'm not sure if this was the final stats. But when Thule was in the game, Oregon State averaged 3.2 yards a carry. And when he was out of the game, it was around five. Yeah, yards it was like 4.4 or something like that when he was Yeah. In, in, um, was so we need him 100%. Because if he can be 100%, you see how good the run defense can be when lanes are opened for guys like Carson Bruner, Dom Hampton, um, and Eddie up near the line. Um, you see that this defense does have serious potential when. He's out there. Um, Offensively, um, Michael Penix's completion rate is pretty – it it doesn't do him justice because I think we finished with like six, seven, eight drop balls in this game. Um, Jalen Polk had five of them things um, go off his hands. Um, He had four in one drive, to be fair, and then he changed out of the gloves. We threw it in without gloves, and he dropped it again. And so he finished this game catchless. Um, so really the two guys Connor mentioned on the podcast, um, Odunze and Jack Westover, they were really the only receivers we had on the stat sheet. Um, we and old boy. Little Tybo. And, and oh boy was from Odunze on that motherfucker. Oh my Lord. What a game for number one on both sides of the ball for yeah, Washington. What a game for the best receiver in the country. No, I'm kidding. Second best receiver in the country. Who's first? I mean, shit, it's close, man. <laughs> Marv. It's got to be Marv. It's, it's one. Yeah. But I had two races. It's tight. Romo Dunze is an incredible football player, dude. That's good. 
shout out to Malik Washington though. I, as we ever see, that's doing the most with less is Malik Washington. I would oh, damn yeah. if I had a objective vote for um, Bolitnikov, it would probably be Washington, Malik Washington. Yeah. But I'm not. So, who would your four finalists be? Uh, uh neighbors, well, Rome. Malik, Marvin, uh, Rome. Yeah, that would be my four. Yeah, yeah, Roman neighbors for sure. Um, Marv for sure. I think Marv. Marv is- yeah, Marv for sure. I think I'm gonna go with the same. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. the only thing I, I wish, I wish Keon Coleman produced more throughout like the like the That's exactly the what season. I was gonna say. That's all. That's like, ex- yeah. He's so one talented. of the craziest receivers. Yeah, He's and so then there's Troy Franklin, good. who yeah. is extremely yeah. productive. He has better. He stats actually than statistically Rome. has better stats than Odunze, but right. I believe that that's a little bit because you're not having a Jalen Polk on your team at getting almost a thousand yards on the season. Things like that, things of that yeah. nature are kind of leading to Troy being a, I mean, who else is Oregon even really thrown to? Tez Johnson stepped up. I wouldn't say Tez Johnson's a star a, receiver. No, I feel, I mean, I mean, still deep play threat, you know? It's yeah. Yeah. What Tez and does. Great player. To I don't want to No, yeah. Tez is fantastic. Oh yeah. Give, give Tez his flowers, but. Um, he's he's but, no, no Jalen Polk or Jalen Millen there. But yeah, um, really awesome performances. Of course, um, game on the line. But we'll line here. Um, it's third and three at the Oregon State forty. Oregon State needs a stop. Um, Ryan Grubb, balls of steel, calls a pass play when <laughs> when Oregon State doesn't have any timeouts. We could have ran it and ran the clock down to about 50 seconds and punted to their one. Um, but we wanted to win right now. Um, and we isolate Rome. We move four guys to Penix's right and then put Rome one-on-one with McCoy on the left and just threw it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And got it. The bubble screen was wide open too on the other side, and I and Grub said that was pen, that was Mike's read that he was supposed to throw that bubble screen to Jeremy Bernard, um, but Mike just threw it to Rome. <laughs> um, Fuck it, Rome down there somewhere. Yeah, yeah pretty much, and it worked. Um, Penix, like I said, the thirteen of twenty eight thing. There were a lot of plays where Oregon State did have great coverage, but there were a lot of drops as well um, that we should have had. Yeah. Another game where Washington leaves a lot on the field but wins. And I'd rather be on that side of things than anywhere else. So right. big shout out and to we do a, move think... up to number four in the CFP rankings, although even yeah. despite my jokes earlier about Washington falls to eleven and oh. And big shout out to Mike for trusting his legs in this game. His legs were a key factor yeah. in the game. You after you, you went on record to say doesn't like two plays later, he stiff armed a dude and picked up yeah. the first <laughs> on a scramble drill. It wasn't a design run; it was on a scramble. Right. So right. shout out, shout out, Mike for uh, proving me wrong. I guess immediately. Uh, um, right. I also this was the first game I've seen someone punch someone, and the guy <laughs> who got punched get a uh, get a penalty. Absolutely right, but I've seen that a lot. I've seen oftentimes well, the guy, the instigator, not get called on plays that's true. like that. The instigator will often then f- like flop and flail and look at the ref like, hey, 
is doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've seen that movie before. <laughs> Yeah, um, go was, for us, go against us. It went the, for us in this one. Just, just the um, fact it was right in front of the student section. Everybody saw what happened, and then when the play, when, when, when they gave the penalty to us, it was kind of like the place kind of erupted. But you know what? No, I didn't really see what Irish was doing before the punch, so I can't really say <laughs> that it wasn't justified. It wasn't unjustified. Oh no, it was. It was a terrible call. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It it was awful. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, you're okay. you're right. What, I mean, Mikel Steen just like slapped him in the face, and then um, Irish grabbed his leg, like fighting for his life. Though it looked like, and then um, Mikel Steen like um, po- pointed his arms down at Irish, like, "Hey, hey, this guy grabbed my leg," um, and they threw the flag for that. Ridiculous. Um, I thought it was awful. Yeah. I, I thought that was really stupid. I, I don't think it had a big impact on the game, but I thought it was a really stupid call that made no sense. Um, yeah. Anyways, the rest of the games kind of stunk. Yeah, well, right? we'll, 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 yeah, we'll start moving through them. Uh, Washington State finally got back into the win column. Law. Um, two defensive touchdowns, both scooping scores from Brennan Jackson, Leighton Smithson with a 98-yard uh uh, kick return for a touchdown, uh, 21-7 Cougs after the first quarter, and they just kept scoring. Nikia Watson um, gets on the board with a touchdown on his senior day. Um, Cam Ward runs two touchdowns in, in the first half. Cougs go to the half, 42-7. to um, Time to put yeah. the backup in. Uh, Shout-out to Nikia Watson, man. Like I said, scoring on the senior day. Goes over 40 yards for the first time since probably the Wisconsin game. Um, finally, just... The, the run game is is alive, I guess, um, down the stretch between the Cal game and then this one, obviously. Um, big time win, man. Everybody contributed. Offense scored, of course. Defense scored twice. Um, special teams scored. Everybody got involved. This is just a perfect football game. Uh, turned Colorado over five times, I believe. Um, obviously, the big news for, for Colorado is Shadur gets hurt from getting destroyed. Um, their offensive line is just so bad, dude. It's this, terrible. They're so bad. Um, is Clamp, you predicted Colorado to win this game because you didn't think that Washington State cared anymore. At the very worst, I knew if they didn't care, they wouldn't have to care to be able to get pressure on Sardar. And yeah, obviously I mean, that ended up being the case. I figured um, you'd get pressure. I just figured what would happen in this game is your offense would remain just as incompetent and yeah, looking yeah. like they lack care. But looked like on their senior day everyone was up for the challenge everyone wanted to win um this last home game right yeah so uh, a lot of heart in this game uh 56 to 7 after ben and jackson's second score um going into the uh the fourth quarter of course um colorado ends up scoring again in that fourth quarter uh chris paul moment um but uh what a win, man! That was that was fun. That was that was fun to see that again. I, I enjoyed posting um, for this week. Um, that that was Just fun. Like, that was a much needed win. He's coming back. it is an exciting win. Jesus. Um, so yeah, go Cougs. Yeah, awesome game for Washington State. It was nice seeing Cam Ward. Um, Look real good, um, standing in the pocket, 
um, looking comfortable in the pocket is what I should say. Um, yeah, he, he had time to throw and deliver, and that's what he does when he's got time. I mean, he's a good quarterback. I still thought so, even through all the troubles that they've had. Um, he makes really silly mistakes sometimes, but this is a guy that's got a 22 to 5 TD to interception ratio. This guy is good at football. Um, it's to see Cam Ward struggle. It really has. It's been it's been kind of sad um, because you know that he's got this in him, and I'm glad that he got to put that on his 30 touchdowns total this season. Yeah, but I mean, even through his nonsense, even through his struggles, it's been the incompetence of almost everybody else that has just cost the Cougs so many times. Yeah. Now that's not to say that Cam is completely, you know. Uh, immune to blame here, but it's it's to say that um, Cam's play has not been the thing that's consistently dragged Washington State down throughout this uh, six-game losing streak. Uh, well, seven. Or no, six, 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 six. Yeah, six it games. is six. Um, I'm, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was never on Cam. Um, no. In terms never of what really on the Cam Apple Cup got stupid. a chance to be a decent game. I, I think yeah, you'd be you'd be surprised, man. The co- the comment sections after a lot of these games have been a, a Cam Ward smear fest, and it's just been like, you guys weren't watching the game. Like this is, even right, if you looked at the stat lines, it doesn't look like it's Cam's like, even fault. Even if he looks at the box score, it hasn't been Cam's fault. Um, right. Cam's Cam's UCLA is the one where I'm like, Cam Ward played like shit in that game. But... Yeah, yeah, he was horrible in that game. But besides that, really, it's been fine. I mean, the the Stanford game, it was just a bad offensive output, period. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, Cam's commitment to this team, Cam's effort has never been something of question. So um, it was just good to see them, you know, finally get back in the win column. Shadur led the team in passing yards with 86, and he threw 10 passes. I completely Ryan's agree. out of football. Really bad. <laughs> Man, Coach Prime better – I don't know. He better give his son his paycheck. They're losing, a lot of rec- they're losing a lot of recruits right now that were seeming like Buffalo lean, uh, leans. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the the sentiment is, is, has been consistent with the we don't know if it will be there when we get there. And it's like, that's kind of weird, no? Yeah. I – I know of a Colorado commit right now, a pretty highly touted guy that's um, not going to sign with Colorado. So um, shout out to Aaron Butler. I mean, um, shout out to that recruit. Um, <laughs> Bro, and it's so I mean, obvious. He's been hyping up UW for the past like month. Like it's, he has. It's not even, and I, it's am, not even... I am loving it. I would love to see Aaron Butler play into Bo's offense. He was also a duck homer too, though. So you got to watch he out for that. He was. I would not like to see him play in Dan Lanning's offense. <laughs> or uh, hey, Will I, Stein's, I guess. Yeah. Speaking um, of teams. Good win for Washington State, though. I'm yeah, glad that happened. Speaking of teams that are going to the Big 12, one of them going very high. Another one is going pretty low right now. Arizona. Oh, my God. Talk about a ball club that is scorching hot. If you were to make a playoff out of teams that have played the best in the last eight games, um. Arizona would be in there, um, and they might be number one. It'd be you know it'd be Alabama, it'd be Arizona, and Oregon, Washington. 
Oregon, yeah. Oregon, Cincinnati. Those would be my four because Arizona, man, those they have been playing some ball, dude. Um, went into Rice Eccles Stadium and kicked. Oh no, excuse me, they were they were at home. Um, this was our senior day. I mean, their yeah. senior day. But they are they're not on the team, though, bro. <laughs> um, they're I, at home, but they they kicked Utah's ass. They did. They kicked their ass. Shout out to Michael Wiley, man. He was there for the – he scored the opening touchdown. This was his senior day. He was the yeah. one of the last guys from the Kevin Sumlin era that's he, – he went through all those losing. He got there in 2019. He got to Arizona in 2019. Shout out to T-Mac for throwing a passing touchdown. Yeah, and yeah. he catches 116 in the touchdown. Man, does yeah, he do everything? Every like Utah man, Bryson Barnes threw the ball fifty three times. Oh. Fifty three oh. times. Utah's oh. run game is just so bad, man. Sione Baki got four much. carries. Um, yeah, Sione Baki got four carries. He had one reception for negative eight <laughs> yards. Um, <laughs> Bryson Barnes ran the ball nineteen times. The ball ended in Bryson Barnes. What's fifty three plus nineteen? Oh man, a lot. Seventy two. Yeah, yeah, that's the amount of times the play ended in Bryson Barnes' hands, bro. That's that's, that's too many. I know he's your quarterback, but shit, he's bad. Yeah, he he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> good. Uh, and Utah's defense was pathetic in this one. I, of course, they were missing no Cole Bishop effort, and bro. Jonah Ellis. Um, which I wish I knew that going into the game, I would have picked a bigger blowout. Um, luckily, I did pick Arizona. No, yeah, no, you picked Utah on this game. Me and you both picked Utah. If I knew Cole Bishop and Jonah Ellis were out, I was not picking. Yeah, Utah I probably wouldn't have picked right Utah. Now. Yeah, um, but uh, I did, and I'm still gonna win the picks, so it's cool. Okay, um, we'll go to hell. Um, uh, yeah, man, this thank you, this Washington. is Arizona's legit, man. Arizona going into the Big Twelve. I mean, even though you sticks lost, around, they could win that thing. They could win that thing year one, bro. Yeah, yeah. With 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 T Mac with T Mac and and Noah Fafita leading them into that conference, they can win that. They, right. I would say, they are the most talented team in the Big Twelve day one. Yeah, and Jonah Coleman's with, coming with. Jonah Coleman's going to yeah. be there next year. With the um, way that they've recruited, with the way that they've ended this season, they are the hottest and most talented team in the Big Twelve next year. Another Ephesians Price Sock too. He's been an amazing corner. I mean, they do lose Taylor Upshaw. Shout out to him. He had a great senior year. Um, Taylor, uh, this is a team that's primed to do things at the next um, at the next conference. And with their basketball program as high as it is, Arizona's athletic department's just in a beautiful spot right now. Skyrocketing, bro. Um, it's just, I I am. As much as I dislike Jed Fish for his gimmicks, and as much as I hate their former starting quarterback, I'm really glad to see Arizona training like this. Yeah, I mean, it, I really it, it is very fun to be around. I'm happy for my buddy Isaac, who's been a loyal fan of the program for years and years. He's yeah. gone to the, he went to the games during the Kevin Sumlin era. He went, and this is his senior year yeah. um, at Arizona, so. This has been obviously awesome for him to see. Yeah. Um, this program kind of end his college career with a um, bang. Yeah. Um, 
and, and I think he's going to be staying in school, but and still be going to games. But um, you know, before you graduate, you'd like to see. And Arizona, we we we've talked about the future. If Oregon State wins on Friday, yeah, Arizona is a win away from being in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, um, what a turnaround. So we talk about the future. We've been talking about the future for Arizona right now. They are. Yeah. It's not ridiculous for them to make it in. Would Oregon State be beating Oregon be a surprise at Autzen? Yeah, of course it would. But it's not out of this world. If Oregon State has ball control and doesn't turn the ball over three times, they can beat Oregon. But and, and, so, and I I don't want to get ahead of ourselves now, but. Arizona played damn well against uh, UW earlier this yeah, season. Yeah, well, Arizona they can beat Washington. They have well. a chance. Which was disaster class for the Pac-12. I don't want any of these things to happen just because I want the conference to be in the playoff. And this yeah, I, I this. think Washington would be able to pull it out against Arizona, yeah. though. I, but, I, I, I think with that much on the line, man, um, they're a hot football team. And their th- whole thing kind of started against Washington. But that game was another one that Washington should have put away. That game was twenty eight ten. Um, I, I think I think we've got a good upper hand against them. But I don't know. They are very good. <laughs> if we were playing, if we had to play a Pac twelve championship in Tucson now, hold on, that would yeah. be tough. But I've seen them away. We've seen them away from Arizona not be the same team, but still get wins like. Um, Colorado. They came. They came to Pullman and scored fifty. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> is that, <laughs> that impressive? I Speaking mean, of- at that time, yeah, that was only after the UCLA loss. Right. Yeah. But that was the loss that kind of told us, okay, Washington State's not going to have a very good season, man. Yeah. Um, Speaking right, of a well, team that can't play forward. good in or out of Arizona, Arizona State looked awful against Oregon. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. They I they mean, can only play good in Seattle. Apparently, they can only play when they're yeah. They can really only play good when they're not in Tempe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't even really want to talk about this game. It was forty-two Uh-oh. nothing at halftime. Uh, Oregon good, ASU bad. Oh, Nick's six touchdowns. This Heisman candidate and candidates. He is looking stronger than ever. Um, yeah. Bucky Irving <laughs> actually didn't really do much. This is the first interesting Heisman race in a minute. Yeah. Since, what, 2018, the Kyler and Tua year? Yeah. I mean, 2019, it was easily Joe Burrow. 2020, it was easily Smitty. The best chance for Penix to win it would be if if Oregon beat Oregon State and then Washington beat Oregon in the championship. Beat Oregon, yeah. I think that would be the way for Penix to win it. Otherwise, I think if Oregon were to lose to Oregon State and Arizona made it, I think um, it would probably just go to Jaden Daniels. I think it would go to Jaden Daniels, yeah. I think Jaden Daniels is is benefiting from being the innocent bystander. Right. He's not uh, going to have to Cal beat Stanford. Anything. They did. Uh, shout out Cal. Um, I got that game wrong. Um, but I I knew Stanford wasn't going to win this game. I just wanted picks. Um, Stanford not good. Shout out Stanford, though. They were whipping out some beautiful uniforms in the other day and this Saturday. Um, yeah. Nice satin finish on their helmet with the Stanford uh, script. Um, really oh, good. yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm excited to see them like that. I am also um, very glad to see them. Those look beautiful. Like, I'm so Ashton, excited. 
Ashton played good in this game, actually. I was getting ready to roast him, but no, he, he had good numbers. Uh, Stanford doesn't run the football. They don't even try. I mean, EJ Smith was their only running back with six carries for 18 yards. Meanwhile, Cal gave Jaden up um, 36 handoffs. Love um, it. I, I do, too. I mean, that's how Cal wins this game. And f- Fernando Mendoza, for what it's worth, 294, three touchdowns and only one pick. Tron Grizzle's pretty good, by the way. Yeah, he is. He's he, we Tron Grizzle's a guy that doesn't get yeah, a couple of good games. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy that doesn't get too much um, press. Tron Grizzle always you see him at the top of Cal's stat sheet. Um, Jeremiah though has had a fall off this season. Um, he's had a rough year. Yeah, I mean, last year he was at nine sixty five yards in five. Um, I mean, when you don't really have a quarterback to throw you the ball, it's kind of hard to put up stats. He's got Fernando Mendoza. Eh. He's all right. Eh. I like I mean, Fernando's but fine. Most of the Fernando. season, he's had uh, Ben Finley and um, Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson. Fernando's, Fernando's performed better. Fernando's performed better than any quarterback that they've had since Chase Garver. <laughs> uh, Chase that, Garver. Zach Plummer. Jack Plummer was really bad at Cal last year. No, he was. He was not very good. I saw a really clip of Cal history. doing anyway. like the Calvin Johnson double team on Alec Ao Manor, and I just thought that clip. <sighs> they did like yeah. the punt coverage coverage on him. Left or right, <laughs> they did not want Alec Ao Manor to um go off in this game. And they, to I mean, be which fair, is how you three play, catches. Which is how you play them. That's, they, that's how you they play them. Alec Ao they don't. Um, they do so. not have an, enough offensive playmakers to worry about literally anybody else but Ayo Manor and and Ashton Daniels, <laughs> maybe Justin Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cal, uh, Stanford sucks. Cal doesn't quite suck, but they're bad. Um, yeah, Cal at eight thirty on Saturday will have a chance to play for a bowl game at UCLA. But speaking of final, UCLA, they final pack of after dark game, man. Speaking of UCLA, um, they shocked the world. Um, at least me. They um, shocked me. PJ <laughs> Harden was amazing as UCLA killed USC. But all of us picked um, USC to win this game. USC had three rush, uncharacteristic day on the ground for the Trojans. Um, Who? Um, Brandon Rice was good, but that's about it. I mean, the start of the second half was just so bad for USC. Man, they turned the ball over off rip. Uh, TJ Harden scores, if I'm not mistaken, they turned it back over. They got an uh, UCLA got another touchdown, um, and then by that point, it was it was it was a ball game. It was man. a fumble yeah. return touchdown by Alex Johnson. Yeah. That was game. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, USC. Wow, I mean USC's defense didn't even play particularly that bad. They gave their offense multiple chances down the end of that, uh, down the home stretch of that first half. Um, Dennis Lynch missed a horrible chip shot field goal deep in their territory. They were like the the UCLA like twelve so or some shit. It was a, finished. It was a fourth and goal field goal attempt, and he missed the kick, bro. Um, obviously this ended up, you know. Not that big of a difference, but you got a chance to cut the lead at four. Um, again, USC's defense gets off the field again. Um, I thought USC's defense was really good in that first half, at least. They gave their offense plenty of opportunities. They just didn't take advantage of right. it. Um, and and for a football team like USC, what a disappointing year, man. Um, Very. 
Seven and five. Lincoln Riley hot right. seat. <laughs> I mean, no, just because they can't fire him. I mean, they can't. They can't they, put. They need to just pray he gets another job if they want him gone because they've put themselves on the hook for eleven years. And Texas A and M with the oil money is the only school. I think that him going to money is not the worst disaster that could possibly happen. That would be really bad. I will say, um, there's this post that I sent you all from this uh, LA radio show talking about Lincoln Riley not being ready for USC. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Not ready. He just won y'all 10 games a year ago. Like, let's not forget about this. Um, this is the standard. He's right. He's, he's building a new standard at USC. Let's not forget that y'all were begging and, and scratching and clawing for anybody else. Not ready? Lincoln Riley? I don't think that you could find a more ready appearance at all. He is a, a showtime guy. He gives you quotes. He gives you um, flashy offense. He gives you the damn Heisman Trophy winner. Like, he... USC a year ago, I don't. I, I think people forget how good that football team really was. Um, they just had an no, Achilles heel called Utah, right? Mm-hmm. And and another Achilles heel that reared its ugly head all year this year. Their defense, and they just man, they never found a way to resolve it. Five losses though. That, that, that's a bad, that's bad. Yeah, um, with Caleb, but, they wasted Caleb Williams's um, prime of his college career, and that's that's sad. I mean, yeah, and, and you know, you've never seen him in the playoff, right? And you can always say, you know, like look at the teams they played. They played a lot of great teams, but you're supposed to be a great team yourself. These are matchups that you're supposed to, um, you know, beat in and win. And they didn't win any of them. <laughs> they literally did no. not win any of their competitive games. Lost to Notre no. Dame, lost to Washington, lost to Oregon, um, lost to UCLA. Um, I mean, they, they they literally did not win any of the games that they were supposed to be competitive in. And, right. Other than Arizona looks like a pretty good win now, but um, but even this is then, a bad loss to a U- yeah. UCLA team that I thought was dead in the water. I thought I mean, they were also dead in the water. I mean, their head coach is on the brink of being fired. I mean, you can't really lose a game to this, to this team like this. Right. Yeah. And, How and many they don't straight have a is that for UCLA over USC? Is that three straight? No, they lost last year. That's zero. Okay. They lost last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, what a game that was, by the way. I think people also forget about how good both of those teams were at the end of last season. That was a fantastic yeah. football game. DTR um, is starting in the NFL now, and he played pretty well. He managed that game and won against win. Pittsburgh. He got a win. He got a win. And it against seems the head coach, Ron's out for the season, so um, good. Um, anyways yeah. – uh, USC is in a weird spot. They're recruiting. They're recruiting well. They're they always will. Um, yeah, it's that's a brand that really sells themselves. You know, you can have be a head coach and not be able to recruit. It's a concern that Oregon is recruiting significantly better, though. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that Oregon's in the top five in recruiting, and then you're sitting around eighteen twenty, isn't where you want to be if you're USC. It's a small class, though, for USC. Their average rating per recruit is like 90, 91. They're, they're still good. It's just, yeah. oh, man, it's it's weird. It's weird. It, and I don't think Lincoln 
I, I think Lincoln was absolutely ready for this job. I just yeah. don't think I just he's terrible at using his resources to provide he 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 turned a blind eye to a terrible defensive coordinator for way too long. I agree. Yeah, I think I Alex Grinch deserves given... to be fired for a long time. Um yeah. I I heard that Jimmy Lake is in the mix for their job. For their Honestly, job. you know what? I like it. I don't care. He's a good DC. He's he, yeah. He's a good. Yeah. He's not a he's head a coach. Good, he's, he's a good, good DB's coach. He's he good was DB's a good. Coach. He was a better DB's coach than he was he, as a DC. That was 20, 2018. He got the co DC yeah. tag and did really good job call, calling coverages. He um, made his money beating Washington State. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He, he, made his, he made his money dropping eight against an air raid. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did. But he also, I mean, let's be honest. Jimmy Lake against, I mean, those Washington teams' defenses with him and, and the coaching staff, they were good all season. They were good. Oh, yeah. For the sure. 2018 Washington defense was phenomenal. Yeah, um, for sure. That team was held back by Jake Browning and, to me, Chris <laughs> Peterson. Um, yeah. I thought Chris Peterson in 2018 was worse than certain people. Um, Pete's, last, Pete's last two coaching jobs. I don't. I think people forget about that too. Those are not. Those are a lot of people want Chris Peterson as their head coach, and it's like, guys, it's over. It's no, over. That, that there's a reason he retired. Yeah, yeah he he was losing it a little bit. Yeah, um, which I'm, I'm I'm glad that he did that because a lot of coaches are too prideful to do that. Man, yeah. Pete, Pete realized that the game had passed him. And he let it go. Right. He so I could see I could see Jimmy Lake there. I, yeah, I could. definitely. Could. I've seen smoke. I've seen smoke for Jim Leonard, uh, Wisconsin's defensive coordinator, which see I want that? them to do. I want them to do that so bad because they have treated Wisconsin. Shame on you! Y'all have treated Jim Leonard like shit, and he is saved on multiple occasions. He was supposed to be um, the next in line after Paul Christ, and they pretty much guaranteed him the job. And then they're like, "Oh, Luke Fickle." Come on. Yeah, that, and that their offense right. still sucks. Right. I just want to see Jim Leonard just turn turn his back to that program and just give him a middle, a middle finger. Yeah. Imagine Jim Leonard got the Michigan State head coaching job, went and beat Wisconsin. That would be – that would be some shit right there. I'd love Shout that. Shout out Jim Leonard. Um, yeah, Jim Leonard is calling, buddy. Um, yeah, I like Jim. Anyways, next week is calling. Um, where do you guys want to start? Let's um, uh, let's go to Colorado and Utah because I feel like that's the, the most unappealing game of the week. Yeah, oh, it, it actually could be a really good game. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I think that this Colorado team last week of the season they want to. Damn, they're not bowling. That's crazy. Um. I think this Utah team is dead in the water. I really don't think they have much to play for right now, if I'm being totally honest with you. Uh, this Colorado team, are they going to start Shadur? Is he going to be healthy enough to start? I, I'm not picking I, Colorado oh. because of that, because of the uncertainty. Yeah, yeah okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to pick Utah here, and only because of Shadur. If Shadur was playing, I'd consider picking Colorado here. But no, I'm going to pick Utah. Um, you also got to think senior day and rice apples, man. These guys, they're not going to go. On the they, they, these guys love Utah. They, they, yeah. they love their head coach. They love. Yeah. That's what I love about Kyle Winningham, man. Dude, he can create a culture. Oh, yeah. Right. 
And they'll bring that into the Big 12. I think Arizona and Utah are in better spot than opinion, anyone man. in the Big 12. They are, they are set, bro. And recruiting, man, Utah just keeps going. Yeah, same as Arizona, man, especially with the Arizona NIL. They lost yeah, rushing, Utah. but... Utah's yeah. ability to recruit is always shocking, but it it's good. They keep they going. Do they do a great job mm-hmm. in the state of Utah. Right. Yeah, they dominate that state. That's a huge they do. Um, right now, their class isn't crazy, but they only have ten commits. I mean, I, I don't. I just don't think they have that much spots to fill because everyone's going to be coming back next year. Yeah, I've got Utah in this game. I'll pick it thirty-one ten. Okay, thirty-one ten Utah. Um, yeah, because of that uncertainty that you mentioned, I, I just it, it's really impossible to pick against Utah. Um, I'll probably go like thirty-four to. 16 Utah. Yeah. And Connor, what um, was your score? My score was 34 to 12. 34 to 12. Okay. A lot of 30s in there. They missed two extra uh, points. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, I told y'all motherfuckers all summer long, Utah is not going to be any better than 8 and 4. Now look at them. No, I started that. No, you didn't. You yes, I did. I literally started that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Not kiss my ass, dude. I've been started. I've started. I started hating on Utah before they were bad. Hating on Utah before you. Okay, I'll give you that. But nobody in this in this in this podcast's history, nobody has predicted Utah better than I have. I told you. I told you after 2020 they were going to win the back 12 in 2020. Did I not? 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 Did you did. I mean, yeah, I did. Okay. And back, what did they that do? was before that was back when you were good at this, but I'm, I still am. Fuck you, dude. There's bro washed. There's Mickey Mouse wind. You, we're, th- that's the worst part about this damn podcast. We're going to end Pac 12 history. Me and you are going to have a tied record. Yeah. Two years each. Ain't that a damn shame? With me on a two year streak, baby. With you on a two year streak. And I'm, fuck you. I hate you. I mean, you could pick like Arizona State. You could just go balls to the wall this week and try to beat me. But how many am I down? It's gonna uh, be like five, right? No, because you beat me in one last week. I you, did beat you in one. I beat you in the um, Arizona the Utah Washington State game. And Washington no, because we both Utah. We both because we both picked Utah. I picked Arizona. Uh, I picked Zona. So you beat yeah, me by one last week. Um. So you guys both. Oh, but I got the Oregon State. So yeah, we're still at the same spot. You're down three. Three? Yeah. No, I'd be down two, no? No, um... No, because you didn't... You 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 picked Utah. I know, I know. I'm oh, saying and I got Cal be... Stanford. I got Cal Stanford over you. Yeah, I didn't think about that one. I forgot that one. So it's three? No, it is four. It's four, actually. Because you, you beat me in one, I beat you in two. Okay, I'll get I'll get four games out of this. Um <laughs> Utah. Yeah, four games, but we've already we've already both picked Utah for Colorado, Utah. So I got I got I got what? Four more. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, buddy. 
Get ready to learn Chinese. Anyways, speaking of those four more, we've got Notre Dame and Stanford. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Tell me why Stanford's going to win, Jackson. Yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna say the um the the alumni at Stanford is really gonna show up for this game, man. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of passion. Like I said, they're wearing those new shiny pretty helmets. <laughs> what, bro? None of this is true, bro. Is no, there is no passion in Stanford football. I'm telling you, bro. Come on, that's a storied program. <laughs> yeah, 1980s. They care. Uh, they're gonna show up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. This is their big rivalry game. I think that they, they, they like I said, they care, and um, they're disappointed about the way that they played at Cal. Um, and they're, you know, they're gonna be at home. Uh, you know, wear those, like I said, those nice, those nice pretty uniforms. I guess they lost to Cal at home too, but that doesn't count. And those nice uniforms. You're gonna have Ashton Daniels and Eric Ayo Manor, man in the field. Uh, and I think Notre Dame's gonna be a little uninspired. Uh, Sam Hartman's final regular season game as a college student eight years later. Um, he might fall asleep behind the wheel. <laughs> that's gonna that's that's gonna be that's gonna be Sam Hartman after the first quarter. Oh man. I need a nap. Where are my grandkids at, old ass man? Um and I think I think Stanford's gonna get a um an unsus I think this is this is gonna be the setup. This is gonna be set up, right? Um sixteen to sixteen game. Right? It's been a struggle fest all night. Notre Dame's got the ball, an opportunity for a last second, a last, uh, you know, a last minute drive, two minute, two minute drill. Um, Sam Hartman falls asleep behind the wheel, just gets sacked to oblivion, fumbles the ball. Stanford recovers it in the end zone, um, but they don't completely recover it. Like it kind of like it keeps rolling and fumbling and bobbling out of the back of the end zone for a safety. Uh, and then Sam Hartman throws a pick on his next drive because he just becomes anonymous for doing that. Um, and I think Stanford's going to win 18 to 16. Okay. Um, um, I'm not sure if you were trying to convince yourself or us that that would happen, but. Um, it's going to. And y'all are just going to have to bow down to me when it does. Clamp, you realize Anyways, he just ruined his logic uh, by picking Stanford here, right? What's that? You could just ruin his. You could just. <laughs> Yeah, I could just pick Stanford. You have too much pride in that, bro. You're too. I could just pick Stanford. I'm gonna pick Notre Dame because I care about my record. Um, I want to continue to add wins, um, to my resume here. Um, Audric and company are gonna dominate on the ground. Stanford can't stop the run worth a lick. They got absolutely thrashed by Jaden Ott all game. Um. Stanford's not good. They just gave up 62 points the other week. The other week, bro. That was two weeks ago, Jackson. Which was another week ago. It wasn't last week. It was the other. Last week, they (laughs) only scored 15 against Cal's defense, who's been giving up 50 bombs. Jaden Ott had 36 carries. That's good. Yeah. He's a stud. He's supposed to get a lot of carries. 36? Yeah, Audric Estime is a stud, and he's going to get 36 carries. And Notre Dame is going to win this game. No. I'm going to pick it 45 to wow. 16. I mean, that's just disrespectful. Stanford's three and eight. Not anymore. Four and eight, baby. Anyway, I'm going to go Notre Dame here. I don't really see Stanford doing much against Notre Dame. Uh, I think that the crowd's not going to show up. 
Especially after last week when they did show up just to see them lose to Cal. So I don't That's what I'm really think there's much going to be there. Give me Notre Dame 38 to uh, 17. Yeah. 38 to 17. Golly, you guys are. Or not you guys. You guys. Jackson, it's something else. All right, Jackson, tell me what's going to happen in UCLA Cal. Um, UCLA Cal. Cal wants to go bowling, man. I think this one is, is simple, right? I don't have to explain this one, right? Cal wants to go bowling. They don't want to go out on a, on a dis- uh, uh, you know, disappointing limb. Um. I think Cal's going to be able to get it done. I think Jay Knott um, is going to will them the victory. I think Fernando Mendoza is going to do enough. Um, I don't think that UCLA's offense is still that good. I just don't. I don't think UCLA's offense is that good. I think last week was a fluke. Um, <laughs> um, I think that, like I said, I think I think Fernando Mendoza's kind of found his groove in terms of you know protecting the football. Um, finding a way to you know get this offense in the end zone. Um, Jay, like I said, Jay knows the truth, man. Um, Tron Grizzle, um, he's been a consistent receiver for them all season, um, and I think that they're just going to be able to to ride that consistent run game, protecting the football um, all the way. I don't think UCLA's offense is going to be able to do enough to stop them, and I'm going to go. Or excuse me, UCLA's offense is going to be able to enough um, to to combat. Um, I think it'll be a uh, 24. Um, to 20 victory for Cal. I honestly have Cal as well. I really do. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, I seriously do. I think Cal – I do think the motivation of getting to a bowl game and just the nonsense of Pac-12 after dark will rear its ugly head one last time. I think Chip goes out of the Pac-12 with a whimper here. I that, that just feels like something that would happen. Um Cal's won their last two games, um, and their game before that, I believe, was um, scoring right with USC. Oh, no, there was the Oregon game where they got absolutely murdered. But um, before that, there was the USC game um, where they didn't get murdered. They almost won. Cal's a pretty good team, in my opinion. I mean, they're not that bad. Um, Jackson, do you really want me to pick UCLA? I want you to do however you feel. Okay. Okay. I'm so what? That's how many games? I think I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick UCLA. I'm gonna pick UCLA. I'm gonna pick UCLA. Oh, I want to pick Cal. I feel like Cal is gonna win this game, but I'm gonna go UCLA. No, pick who you feel. If you think they're gonna win the game, pick them. Because I, 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 oh, I just have this ugly feeling about Cal pulling this one out. But I also, I, I when I think about Cal's O line trying to block UCLA's front, that's where I think this game gets turned around. Um. I think Cal has a really hard time getting Jaden Ott outside outside of the tackle box, um, which uh, that's really how they beat Stanford. So I'm going to go ahead and pick UCLA 27-24. 27-24, okay. Just because I don't think they can get Jaden Ott going the same way they did against Stanford. I am going to go Cal. I also agree with like how Chip Kelly going out with the whimper is a very possible thing. I think this Cal team is motivated to get a bowl. Although UCLA is on top of the world right now, I guess you win against their rival and Garbers is looking like he's actually better than people thought he was. It's going to get shut down quickly. I think Cal's going to pull out something out of their behind. I think they're going to get a close win over UCLA. Give me give, give me Cal 
28-24 classic Connor score. So we may as well do the uh, – oh, no, we got the Territorial Cup. Then we'll do Apple Cup. Then we'll do Beebs, Ducks. Yeah. The Civil War. What's it called? The Platypus Bowl? Civil War. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. racist, Connor. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, we got Arizona, Arizona State. I think this game's going to be competitive. I really do. Um, I've seen so many teams come in on winning streaks against bad teams that are their rivals and just lay an egg and not play nearly as well as they should. Um, I think Arizona plays poorly in the, on this game. And if Oregon State beats Oregon, this will be the most stressful game of my life. <laughs> Arizona struggle with Arizona State. Kenny Dillingham has found ways to make teams struggle with Arizona State at, on occasion. Um, obviously, Oregon and Utah did not struggle with Arizona State. But that means this week is their week to be good. They've been alternating every other week. Um, be competitive. Don't be competitive. And this is their competitive week. Um, I think. I think Trenton – will need to play well if they want to have any chance to win this game. Trenton Borgay, by the way, their leading passer, has one passing touchdown this season. That's one. bad, bro. That is really, really – Jaden Rashada has the most passing touchdowns on this team this season. That's horrible. And Jaden Rashada has thrown 60 passes all season. That's just bad. Um, he's, been hurt. he's been hurt all year. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about how bad – how does Elijah Badger have 713 yards when this team is this bad? And three of the touchdowns. <laughs> three of the seven passing touchdowns have been caught by Elijah Badger. What a player. He is fantastic. Um, uh, he would look even better wearing a different um, color, maybe purple. Um, Cameron Scadabo will have a chance to do okay things in this one, I think. I I think Arizona still probably covers the ten and a half, man. Um, that's a really that's a bad number in my opinion. I think Arizona is a lot better than ten and a half points better than Arizona State. Um, it feels really low for them going against a team whose leading passer is one touchdown all year. One passing touchdown. One passing touchdown. Baby. That's so bad, bro. I think they get Jonah Coleman. They need to get Jonah Coleman going in this game, and I think they do. Um, T-Mac will hit a thousand yards in this game and hopefully 10 touchdowns. Um, he's got nine right now. Um, yeah, I think Arizona wins this game by like, I would say Arizona wins 28, 17. That would be my score prediction. So a bit of a struggle. I think 10 and a half points is a ridiculous spread. Um, That's but I, I guess I'm picking it to be pretty close to that. Right. So I guess it goes with what I'm picking, but I, I think it's a crazy I, I think it's crazy that Arizona's not getting more respect in this game. Um or maybe Vegas is just aware of the fact that teams tend to play poorly in the rivalry game um when they're supposedly the more dom just a dominant team. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um well I think Arizona State's going to win this game. I think Arizona State is going to um, – they're going to be at home in this game. They're going to be in Tempeh. Uh, they struggled there all season long. But um, like Clint said, this is their competitive week. Um, they're due for one. Um, they've played well against good teams most of the year, really. I mean, besides the Oregon game and um, – yeah, I mean, Utah, I guess, good team. Um, 
anyway, um, I think at home, I think this game is going to matter. Obviously, it's territorial cup. Um, there's a lot of pride involved. A lot of seniors um, on the Arizona State sideline. They really want this one. Um, they fought hard. Um, haven't had a win since that. Uh, I guess since when they beat them to death in 2020, right? Yeah, the yep. 70. Or no, God, they won that... 21. No, as well. yeah, that's right. They won 21. Jaden Daniels the year. won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last year, Arizona got the dub. Yeah, so um, I think this team is going to be very prideful to kind of get back on track um, in that sense. Um, they they want this thing, man. I, I, I genuinely um, believe that they're going to play really well. I genuinely believe they're going to play well. I don't think that they're actually going to win, but I'm going to pick them to win because I kind of need them to win. Um, so I'm going to go uh, Arizona State 32 um, to Arizona's 31. I think ASU um, is going to score. Um, I think they're going to go for two. Uh, late in this one, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna walk away with a victory. Field season, um, and I think, I think that Arizona is, I think Arizona is gonna be um, looking forward to what's ahead of them, whether that be Pac-12 championship or not, and forget that they have a football game to play, and uh, they'll lay, they lay a stinker, and then let this one go, which would be the funniest thing ever. That would be just so. Oh, that would be hilarious. I would especially... be so on brand. I think that Arizona is going to win this one, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think there's a reason the Vegas spread is like this. It's always rivalry games. Uh, my prediction, Arizona comes out on fire. 24 to 10 lead. They're showing up. Uh, they're showing up. Fafita tweaks his ankle. Out for the rest oh, of the game. No. Oh, no. Predicted an injury. Oh, no. It's, it's going to happen. Watch. Uh, JD, oh, no. J- JD. No, I don't want to uh, J- JDL comes in, right? Uh, nobody wants him in, and no. for a good reason. He <gasps> cans throwing at him. Jim. Yeah, yeah. He he has anvils thrown at his head. Uh, <laughs> everybody doesn't want him in, even Arizona fans. He goes in, plays a stinker, but is able to clutch it out with the game when he field go by the best kicker in college football loop. So Tyler Loop. Yep. That, that's good my job, Tyler Loop. Um, we got the Apple Cup. Um, Jackson, would you like to get us started? Uh, well, Connor, what's your score? Score, sorry. Oh, first, I, I said 27-24. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not bad. You All right. Well, Apple Cup time. Um, if I were predicting this game, see, this has happened back-to-back years, bro, where it's like early in the season, both teams start – scorching hot and it's like man this apple cup is going to be special this is going to be a really good game this game is going to mean something in the pac 12 and then uh, one of our teams lays a stinker the rest of the way and the game just ends up not really mattering besides um pride factor um which is what i think really helps washington state the fact that there is nothing but pride man um there's nothing but these guys caring and wanting to win this game um I think that uh, from a schematic game point, I think that Washington State has really um, been at their best when they have caused um, the opposing quarterback hell in terms of their pressure, just forcing them to make um, rasp decisions, uh, which Michael Penix has been subject to do at times throughout his career. Um, Had a a, a shaky first half in Pullman a year ago. Um, Secondary just couldn't keep up, but I do think the secondary has improved much more. Um, compared to a season ago, uh, Shaw Smith Wade, uh, no clue if he's going to be back in this game. Um, 
Javon Robinson, he announced that he was entering the transfer portal at the end of the year. I've been a fan of him all year long, so I guess he's playing in this game. Um, regardless, um, the secondary has improved. Um, Kapina Gushikin, um, if if we were to go get Kapina Gushikin from Juco a year ago and just put Juco Kapina Gushikin at slot corner instead of uh, Armani Archie, um, I think we might have had a chance to win last year. Uh, but instead, Armani Marsh was hurt in that game, and then we had his backup, and that just ended up not going well at all. Um, anyway, um, offense finally found something for the Cougs a week ago. Um, big, big um, point output. Like I said, offense, defense, and special teams scored. Um, I think you're going to need a similar similar effect. I think the Washington State is going to have something in terms of their offensive schematics, um, in terms of getting Washington off balance. They have just been so solid up front that, that if there's any way that you can use that aggressiveness against them, um, quick passing concepts behind those blitzes, um, using your running backs in, in, in short to intermediate range, whether that be through the run or the pass, um, and allowing Cam Ward to be the athlete that he's been uh, throughout his career, I, I think really is going to be the key to this victory. Um, let those guys on the offensive front do their things. I think that you um, you put yourself in a pretty decent position. I think that you've got to, um, again, like I said, you've got to trust Cam. Um, he's your quarterback for a reason. He's gotten you to this position. You've got to allow him, like I said, to be that athlete. Um, and your receivers, man, I, I think that there's going to be opportunities to win. Obviously, you avoid – uh, Jabbar Muhammad as much as you can you kind of avoid passing um, really in between the numbers uh, for the most part because I think that's where your troubles can lie uh, but like I said those short in- intermediate passes um, with Lincoln Victor um, and whoever <laughs> and whoever Jabbar Muhammad isn't covering on the outside um, that be Kyle Williams or Josh Kelly I think that you're going to have opportunities to succeed there man those guys have produced all year long against everybody like I said you keep Cam clean um, you allow him to be that type of athlete um, I think that you're going to that you're going to have chances but I don't think that um, chunk plays are necessarily going to be there she's going to be consistently moving the football um, against Washington and, and I think that there's going to be opportunities for that um, like I said um, specialists are going to be important. Uh, Dean Janikowski, too. Um, vital missed field goals against Cal. Um, can't have any of that against Washington. You've got to take advantage of your opportunities. Um, get on their side of the field almost. I feel like you've, you, you, you've got to be aggressive. You've got to find a way to get, come away with points, man. Um, and I think that we do that. I think we do enough of that, and I think that we're going to shock the world. I think we're going to knock off Washington in Seattle. Number four team in the country, um, change the narrative, go bowling, um, ruin Washington's season, um, and feel great about ourselves going into what's the six and six um, bowl for the Pac-12. It's not LA, is it? Is it? I don't know. Uh, Haven't been. No. I mean, fuck you. Might be too many good teams actually. Probably can go to like the Independence Bowl or some shit. It's not large bowl, which would be cool, just not too far away from me. Um, anyway, I say Washington State wins um, 42 to 40. All right, Jackson. I mean, everything you said schematically is how Washington State would win this game, but all of that coming together is unlikely. And I, I knew you weren't picking Washington to win this game, but. Um, you know, I, I think it's crazy that this is a 16-and-a-half-point spread. Um, how's this 16-and-a-half, and then Arizona-Arizona State's 10-and-a-half? 
It's disrespectful. I think WSU is still better than ASU. I mean, they didn't show it when they played, but um, did not show it. But I still think it's true. Um, we're gonna win this game. Um, Washington State is going to struggle to cover all of our receivers. Um, Jalen McMillan gets healthier and healthier. He did drop a ball against Oregon State, and we kind of gave up on him after that. <laughs> we kind of gave up on everyone but Rome after that, though, or after the early drops, though. Um, Dylan Johnson um, was hurt, but he's been back at practice. He was in a boot not too long ago, but he got out of it already. Um, Dylan Johnson is healing like Noah Sewell. Um, <laughs> so Regenerative powers. We, we could see little Tybo get the start at running back. Fine. Jake Dickert called Troy Fautanu the best offensive lineman he's ever scouted, um, which probably isn't too far off. Um, I think Washington's tackles um, for the second year in a row will get the better of Washington State's edges, as good as they are. Um, we also don't have the um, Dayon Henley dilemma to worry about, where we were pretty much avoiding him all game, trying to isolate guys away from him. And you um, sure did do a great job of that. You really took him out of the game plan completely. We did, and um, the fact that that's not even an issue anymore – there's just less depth in the secondary at Washington State. Um, Gushikin's done a nice job replacing the nickel position. That I can't deny. Um, but the outside – I just feel like the outside guys haven't been nearly as good as they have been over the years um, at Washington State, um, especially if Chow doesn't go. Um, yeah, I think Washington wins this by multiple scores. I I like our defense's chances to get to Cam Ward. Um I don't know if I like them to sack him, but at least make him uncomfortable, drive him off his spots, push his pockets in. Um, I hope Thule plays a lot again. I'm not even going to really talk about Washington State's running game because, I mean, what would I be talking about? It doesn't exist. Um, yeah. Um, Elijah Jackson guarding either, like you said, either Kyle or Josh would – that's a matchup to look at. Um, Elijah Jackson struggled a lot in coverage this year. I think he played pretty well against Oregon State, though, yeah. um, for what it's worth. He had one play where he – there was a throw shy of the sticks, and Elijah Jackson came in like a missile and hit dude, um, the dude, and he fumbled the ball. Unfortunately, it went out of bounds, but that was a beautiful play. Um, Elijah Jackson's really stepped up lately, so I'm expecting him to play his role. And, of course, Jabbar following whoever. I hope, it, I hope Jabbar just follows Lincoln Victor even in the slot because Jabbar plays a lot of slot reps. Yeah. But honestly, Mish Powell in the slot against Lincoln Victor, that's not a matchup I hate either. Um, they'll get, they'd, the Cougs would get their wins in that matchup, though, but I think we'd win enough of them to win the game. I'm going to go Washington 38-24. I think that's respectable to the Cougs having them cover that spread. Um, I still think Washington State's a good team, but a good team that has fallen apart very, very – Fallen upon very, very hard times, um, even with their win last week. Yeah. Yep. Um, what was that? I was just saying, I think that is a fair analysis of it. Yeah. Um, I think UW has a really, really good, I mean, obviously a really good team, um, as we've seen all throughout this year. I, I Before the season, I projected you a UW to be undefeated. And uh, it's looking, like, pretty good so far. I mean, 
what could possibly go wrong? Playing against your rivals that have nothing to lose. Uh, the last, uh, not 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 the last time you could play them, but the last time they're in a Power Five conference, maybe for a minute. Let's make it count. Yeah. Um, are we gonna see any Cinderella stories this time, though? No. Um, I think this UW team is way too deep. Uh, what? I'm just um. Sometimes <laughs> that was someone. Sometimes you're relying on the same thing, bro. What? I said you're relying on the same thing. Oh, but we're a ranked team, and we're actually a pretty yeah, good honestly, team. Oregon State's good, bro. I know, we're but I'm saying, good. I'm saying, y'all have nothing to lose at this point. Oh no, but we're still a good team. Washington State's still a good team. We're just not ranked. No, uh. You I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk shit, you can. You came to our house and that's your ass. Yeah, I, 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 hey, hey, I'm just saying. Hey, this is. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm this, sorry. I'm this, sorry. This, this is the end of the season. We played y'all several times. Several times. Several times. Several times. I'm sorry. Different times. Yeah. You're right. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even playing you this week. I should be more mean to Clamp. Yeah. What are you gonna say to me? That I don't like you. I plain do not like you. That's what I'm going to say. I think you're a loser, and I think you're a jerk. Oh. Yeah, that's what I have to say about you, Dave. actually kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The loser comment kind of hurt, man. Be careful. He's going to try to do a fucking backflip into cardboard again. <laughs> I what? Didn't say. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm kidding, Clint. No, they're not, that's the old true. reference that I was hoping someone got. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, UW's going to win this game by a pretty comfortable amount. I don't really see Washington State making this too much of a game. It'll be really cool if they did. I would love to see Washington State win this game. I mean, I love Wazoo and I hate UW, but it is what it is. Give me UW 42-21. to 21. Okay. I know you hated UW. I thought it was like a. I strongly dislike UW because they're because uh, I've haven't had a good experience with their fan base. Besides you, you have me. Besides the besides you and Husky CBB or Husky Zone and Monty. Mm. Civil War time. Oh, Connor, how do you feel about Friday night? Well, I'm gonna be there. Um, I'm gonna be there dressed in full orange, supporting my beeves. Um, leaving to get to Corvallis Friday morning, and I'm gonna drive over to the dirty huge at about twelve. Uh, gonna tailgate there. It's gonna be very, very fun and good time. I'm really gonna just try to enjoy the most I can out of it. Um, last of all, possibly for a while. Who knows? Um. Still have not heard anything about the new Civil War scheduling. I guess I'm calling it the Civil War because that's the right name of it. And if you get, and if you disagree with me, you can go stare at a brick wall. I literally do not care what you do because I am an Oregonian and it's the Civil War to me. It's been my, that way my whole life. So, um, I think we win, dude. I really, well, okay. Am I, do I think we win? There's a possibility. Am I gonna? I, I'm gonna predict we win, but best believe I'm not gonna be surprised if Oregon blows us out because Oregon's great at home. We're coming off of a loss that probably ruined our a lot of our hopes for a big, big like Pac-12 uh, category. Um, I think 
do us, man. Do us. Run the ball well. Get DJ going on like the short routes and the intermediate routes and get get our offense comfortable. We need to get an early lead. Need to get an early lead. This Ducks offense is not going to quit, man. They are one of the best passing attacks in the game with Bo Nix and Trey Franklin and Tess Johnson. Um, they have a very, very good running game in Bucky Irving and Jordan James. It's They have one of the most scary offenses in college football, and it's going to be hard to stop. I think our defense is up for the challenge. It's a road game, which is a little bit more concerning, but it's a rivalry game, which is why I think this defense could be hungry. I think they're going to show up. I think they're. I think the players hate this university as much as the fans do, if not even more. So there's going to be more animosity when it comes to that. I think the Beavs could storm into Hudson and pull out a win here. Do I think it's going to? Do I think it's more likely to happen? No, but I see it definitely being a certain possibilities so give me oregon state 24 21 you're never supposed to pick your rival to beat your day. no never. never i almost picked oregon to beat us last year um and um, i prefaced my start to picking the uw oregon game with i'll start to stop by we don't have a chance in hell um and we won um we did win <sighs> But Connor, you're not alone. I'm picking Oregon State too. Ooh. Um, I Go think on. that Oregon I genuinely do think that Oregon State's gonna win this game too. I don't even this isn't me trying to pick against Oregon. This isn't anything. I genuinely think Oregon State's gonna find a way to win this game. If they can contain Oregon's run game, which is a tall, tall task, but one that I think Oregon State could accomplish moderately successfully. Um, then I think Oregon State can win time of possession the same way they did against Washington. Oregon State just has to not turn the ball over the way they did last week, and they will. And Oregon State hasn't been a turnover prone team this year. I just really think it was the rain and the nastiness of the weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oregon State's a really good fundamental team. I think their fan base will travel to this game well. Um, seeing I mean, yeah. as it's the last. Um. Civil War, and it's the last um, last time getting a chance to play Oregon. I think the Oregon State fans are going to show up big time in this one. Um, so I, I don't think the crowd noise and all that, I don't think it's a huge factor. Um, I mean, it's a factor, but I think it's just going to be um, a very – I think it's going to be a pretty split crowd, honestly. Not 50-50, but a, a split crowd. Um I think I mean first of all the 13 and a half point spread absolutely Agreed. that's terrible again just completely disrespectful to Oregon State um DJ this is at the end of the day going to have to come down to DJ um stepping up though um I do wish Oregon State had a big physical target like a Rome that can win on the outside um, that would make me way more comfortable because that's the type of guy that annoys Oregon the most is those big physical receivers. Um, but maybe Jack Velling down the middle using him all the time could be a way to win. Um, like Connor said last week, Jack Velling being good was going to be a key against Washington, um, and he, he really didn't show up um, in the game plan. And I think that changes this week. I think Jonathan Smith gets him involved. That's another thing. I think Jonathan Smith is going to be in his bag this week trying to 
do what he can to win this game. Um, I think one of the keys to the game that nobody would talk about scoring on the Aiden Childs drive. If you're going to keep doing it, um, oh my God. Find, find a way to score on the Aiden Childs drive. One um, thing I got to bring because, up about that. I am still pissed. He did that against UW. That's not yeah, a game like, to do. What that. are we doing? I said it in the chat. I'm like, man, like what for what, right. what gain, man? What are we? Why? Right. And it, it just ended. Um, how did that drive end? In a um, punt, and it was in a yeah. stack because yeah, it right. was he got, in a punt. He got by murdered. Brandon, that's right. He, he literally pile drived him. I'm like, man, this little boy. Like I said earlier, a good team's gonna feel disrespected seeing your backup true <laughs> freshman come into the game. He literally um, piled it, his ass. The way Braylon Trice hit Aiden Childs was like the way a man who got disrespected hits another man. Yeah. Um and yeah, he leveled the dude. Um so to Oregon State. If you're gonna do it, score. Find you need to draw some stuff up for this Aiden Childs drive. You can't just put your true freshman out there like it's garbage time and run a vanilla offense. Use his skill set. Find a way to maybe run a zone read with him and Dame and get him to the outside. Maybe run a play with him and DJ in the game. Yeah. Um, a trick play. Both are athletic guys. I mean, this is just if you're gonna do it, which I think they're gonna do it. They've done it all season. Um. Be creative. Find a way to score on that drive because you can't hand Oregon drives. You're not going to be able to do that. Cannot do that. Um, I think Oregon State gets the few stops they need to win this game, though, and I think they have ball control in this one. If Oregon's able to stop Damian Martinez in the run game, um, Oregon will win this game. I don't think they do that, so I'm going to take the Oregon State Beavers in an upset um, 28-27. 2827 Oregon State, okay. Um I love Oregon State, man. Um been rooting for them all year long. Um I love DJU. Um but I just don't think that they'll have enough for Oregon and Austin, man. I think Oregon um understands the task at hand. I think that again, similar to what Clint pointed out in the Utah game, I just don't think Bo Nix is gonna let this team lose, man. They are on a mission, and I think that their offense is just too consistent. I think it's too balanced. Um, I think they do a, a too good of a football or too good of a job, excuse me, protecting the football. Um, again, Oregon State has done a fantastic job of that all season long, um, but Oregon's not going to be the team that's going to give you extra possessions. Um, and I think that Oregon State's going to have to play from behind in this game. Um, you're playing against a team that's not going to give you possessions. A um, and you're playing against um, a quarterback that I just think that he's going to find a way to will, uh, excuse me, will Oregon to victory. Um, I think that Oregon State's, or excuse me, Oregon's run game um, is just it's it's been thorough all year long. They've got guys among guys among guys. Their quarterback, um, Bucky Irving, again, um, leader of a terrorist group, um, or two or three. Um, he even even in that massive comeback that Oregon State led a year ago, he was still given hell. Um, I think that Dan Lanning is going to stay out of his own way this time. I think that he has learned his lesson, maybe. Um, I think it'll be a, a highly competitive game. I think that that spread is just 
horrible. I think that's really um, disrespectful. And I think that it sets the precedent that Oregon State doesn't care about their season anymore. Um, and, I, and that's just I, – I, I just don't see that being a realistic uh, factor at all. Um, these guys care. Um, this, 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 this team is really good. Um, and so I, I think that um, it'll be a, a deeply competitive game throughout. And I, honestly, um, I think Oregon State – um, might end up recapturing the lead at some point during the second half, but I just, I just think that they're not going to be able to have enough um, to, to, to stop Oregon's offense. And I'm going to go um, 34 um, to 28, Beavs. No, 30, I'll say 34 to 27, excuse me, Oregon. Yeah, 34-27, Oregon. Yeah, that's a good pick. I Oregon's the favorite for a reason. Oregon's a really good team. Um, yeah, I mean, what a week of previews i mean we've got a good one ahead of us in the pac 12 oh, yeah. but friday night's the that's the game that's the um, i'm so excited dude it's my second yeah. third time being at odson i think in my life and i'm um, gonna be at, i'm gonna be at work for the first hour and a half of the game <laughs> as am i i work until eight as well um, well y'all uh i'm sorry but hopefully i come home to a good game um, i think you really will yeah, we if, will. If I'm coming home and it's 21 3 ducks, I'm just going to be like, oh, fuck. Oh, um, yeah. If we go down three scores in the first quarter, it's over. Ah, you know what? No, it's not. We saw this last year. Yeah, but I. I but it this was a different Oregon yeah. team. I think this is a different Oregon team. <laughs> yeah. Oregon's not that susceptible to that bull. I mean, the, this year's Oregon team the exact, played the exact same game against Washington as they did last year. Yeah. Maybe they'll play the exact same game against Oregon State. But I guess it's, you know, in Austin, I think they'll be able to find enough. To, to... Oh, Laiatu Latu passed Jonah Ellis in sacks. I did not think anyone was going to do that this year. Uh, yeah. Shout out Laiatu I mean, Latu, man. That guy is a machine. He's been like this since the end of last year, since Washington told him to, yeah. to, to go away. Yeah, I mean – this guy's going to be a high draft pick. I still think his injury concerns are going to hold him back a little bit, but this is his second straight 10-sack season. I mean, he is a pure pass rusher. Andrew Chatfield's up to nine. Yeah, shout out Andrew Chatfield, man, yeah. Um, Love that guy. Another transfer, too. Taylor Upshaw, a transfer with eight and a half. Um, so if you want, to, you want a pass rusher, go to the transfer the portal, yeah. Um, Aiden Ott took the Pac-12 lead in rushing. He beat out Damian Martinez. Yeah. Um, I, think it'll stay, I think it'll stay that way. I think it'll stay that way. Yeah, UCLA would really have to shut him down um, for him to not. He's 208 carries, dude. And I just think, I, I don't know. I, yeah, they, I mean, if, when you think about it, Connor, um, Cal doesn't have Deshaun Fenwick. Yeah. yeah. And again, Aiden Ott. Oregon State for for Dame to get a ton of carries. Oregon State's gonna have to get out to a to a lead, and I mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. That's the only way they win is yeah. if they get out ahead. Yeah. Like Connor said, score early. Dom Hampton has eighty tackles this year. What the hell? Oh. Dom Hampton's oh. been really good. Around uh, the shout ball. out this to Damian Martinez for being a Doak Walker semifinalist. Oh yeah, I think he should get some votes to win that award. But of course, there's the big time running back from Oklahoma State. Oh, and there's. Um, O'Mary and Hampton, who has had an insane season. I think the best running back in the country this year, I think it's someone not a lot of people have talked about, Taj Brooks at Texas Tech. Yeah, that dude is a monster. I, I mean, this dude, it, 
This dude's got the most broken tackles in college football by like 50. Yeah. Um, this guy has been phenomenal. And it's been a weekly basis. And these last three games, he Texas Tech to wins against TCU, Kansas, and UCF. Not incredible wins, but Texas Tech's season kind of looked bad until Taj Brooks kind of put it on its back. And Friday night, they play – they're at Texas. I know it seems – Roll damn really, Raiders. Really I think it seems really, really tough. But it's kind of like Oregon State. If you can run the ball and le- keep and keep a lead, I don't think it's out of the out of the um. Don't think it's out, out of the question, question there. Yeah. Taj Brooks is so good, um, and I think he's the best. I I would give him the um Doak Walker Award. Um, but I think it would go to Ollie Gordon. Yeah, um, just it, because it, of how how Ollie really. Tur- single-handedly kind of turned around Oklahoma State season. Yeah, I would say Tosh Brooks has done the same at um, Texas Tech, but just at a lower scale. Right, because Texas Tech's six and five ball club, but they were a they were a three and five ball club. Yeah, Texas Tech, and they and they really had, turned it around. They had pretty high expectations for this season too. So, there's a few exciting games around the country. Emma Auburn sucks again. I've been waiting for that game to get good again, and um, it is at Jordan Hare. They it, it's, it's gonna over. it's gonna be competitive just because it's at Jordan Hare. That stadium has devil magic sprinkled it, from the entrance to the damn floorboards. Yeah, it's that just stadium. but Auburn just lost by twenty one to New Mexico State, and they're going and they're going to. Beat the hell out of Bama for the first half. I, I really do believe that they're going to give us hell, but yeah, you know, I think Florida against Florida State's got a real shot without Jordan Travis. Because Florida's been ultra competitive against good teams, yeah, that's what they've done all year, and they've got bowl eligibility on the line as well. Yeah, and they're gonna be at home. Um, Florida has lost four straight, but they went at Mizzou and like really games they gave Mizzou, they gave Mizzou four quarters. Everything In fact, they yeah, they. That went down to the wire. If they block that kick, they win. I mean, shoot. Um, I don't think the Egg Bowl is going to be very good this year, which sucks because I love watching that game on a yearly basis. On thing, I always watch that over the Sunday night um, NFL game. But yeah. this year it's Seattle, so I'm not. No, we have to watch. Really that. Interested? I, I'm not very interested in the Seattle Seahawks right now either. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Clemson plays South Carolina. Oh, bowl predictions. Speaking of bowl predictions, guess who? Guess who were projected to play in the Holiday Bowl? Clemson. Yeah, I really want to see that. I really want to see that because that I'm matchup will feed Ooh, families. Oh my bro. god, y'all would beat them so bad, and I'd want it so badly. God, I hate Oregon. Or not Oregon, Clemson. <laughs> god, I hate, I hate Oregon. Oregon. I hate yeah, Oregon too. too. I hate Oregon. <laughs> I'm not really exactly a fan of Oregon myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't like Clemson either. I think or it would be just like Oregon State, Florida last year. There you go and whoop a team. Ass, yeah. Um, what is Washington projected to be in right now? Playoffs, right? Playoffs. Yeah. Who would that be against? Georgia? I guess Georgia. Fuck. It's over. <laughs> I I really want to see Washington and Bama in the playoff during the pack chat era. That would feed families. Yeah. 
Washington by one, baby. We barely win. <laughs> I man, one more barely win, baby. I I really I really really need Texas to lose. Please, Texas is Please, they're cutting Alabama right happen. now. It's they they are. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. The worst part is Alabama would have the best win of the college football season, and you couldn't put them in the playoff. No, you could not put them over Texas, you no matter what it. they do. You, I mean, it would. I would hate if they did, and I think you would too. At, even as a Bama yeah. fan, it would just be, because it, would it be sets such an ugly precedent, terrible precedent. Because then, I mean, I guess in a twelve-team playoff, it becomes less important. But I mean, shit, that just means a head-to-head doesn't matter. Yeah. USC is projected to be in the LA Bowl against Yikes. 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 Dude, okay, real quick, I'm just going to shout out one of the more underrated fast rebuilds I've seen. UNLV football UNLV, is back. Wow, dude. Yeah, wow. What were they, like 4 and 8, 5 and 7 last year? Yeah. Nine yeah. And yeah. Now? Royal, man. 9 and 2 now. Wow. Wait, is, wait, is Royals the coach? No. They fired no, him. it's um, good, Odom. Good, good. Yeah, it's Odom. Odom. Right. Okay, good. Who really struggled at the SEC. Zuri legend, Barry Odom. They, yeah, he really struggled at, in the SEC. So, But, but I'll say, I man, think he's perfect for this job. And in, my, in, my, in my UAB dynasty on NCAA, 24 years and counting, um, the only, one of three coaches to win, um, one of three coaches still left in the dynasty to win a championship is Marcus Arroyo. One one at UNLV in like year like four or five or something like that. So shout out Marcus Arroyo. Um, they still can't fill Allegiant Stadium. I mean, they can't even come close to filling Allegiant Stadium for good and they games. Won't. And they won't. No, I, I think that they just they need to. Damn it, go back to Sam Boyd, bro. Anything they Allegiant, I just they don't need to be Allegiant, bro. No. No, because I mean, it's awesome that they get to play there. Don't get yeah, me wrong. for sure. No, no, no. I think. Just, they gotta find a way to get people to go to that beautiful stadium for. Yeah. But, and I think Washington State and Oregon State help if they're playing them there. Um, just because I think Coog and Beavs fans would travel to that game. Oh, yeah. Get a chance to go see the team play in Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that they, they're not able to sell that stadium. Um, so, what are. Yeah, Clemson versus Oregon State in the in the Holiday Bowl. That would be a game ever. Um, what about the Alamo Bowl, which would be right now Oklahoma? That game would feed families. Dylan Gabriel taking be, on the Wildcats. That'd be a lot of points. Yeah, it would. Um, the Sun Bowl would be Miami and Utah. Gosh, there there could be some good bowl matchups this year. I'm not Pac-12 too, just because the Pac-12 is finally good. If Washington doesn't win the Pac-12, they're going to get the at-large Cotton Bowl spot, I think. Yeah. Um, or Peach Bowl, which that could still be Alabama versus Washington. Which would still um, feed families. Yeah. It'd be a little disappointing if it's not in the playoffs. So I, I think Washington's really – we're in playoff or bust mode. I think the season I, – I wouldn't be able to look back at this season as good if we don't beat Oregon, if we get if we get them in the championship. Yeah. Because all you down to do, that. if you beat Oregon, you're, you're in. I know, but um, I would not even look back at this season as a success for the rest of my life if we didn't win that game. I don't blame you. 
I mean, we we if we go twelve and zero, that you gotta win that last one. You gotta win that championship game. Anyway, I well, mean, really, if if Florida takes care of business Friday, and y'all take care of business Saturday and Friday, then we can get Washington, Texas, Bama, and um. And no, the, the well, winner, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could if Georgia if they take Georgia out, they got to. Because then yeah, be, if they take Georgia they, 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 out, put Alabama, um, put Texas, it'd be um, Bama, Texas, and then the winner of yeah. and then the winner of the game. Yeah, yeah. Texas versus Washington, Bama versus um, winner of the game, and then um. So yeah, you could get Bama versus. By the way, Washington, Texas would be good. Um, again, I think we'd I want to play Texas again because I think on a neutral field, I, on a neutral field today, hell in Austin, in Austin today, I think we would beat Texas by ten plus. I think we would beat Texas by the same amount we did last year. Um, I, I think Texas was just as good in last year's bowl game as they are today. Today. Um, and I think we are far superior to the team we were that day in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. When you talk about Jeremy Bernard's being a big addition, Jabbar Muhammad's way better than any corner we fielded last year. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm excited, man. The end of this college football season is really coming down to it. Um, part of Oregon is the team we play in the Pac-12 championship just so that we could really silence everything because yeah. Um, which I've said every every like every game of this gauntlet Washington's gone through. If we win this, we're undeniable. And then it's like, okay, well, we've got to play another one. Um, yeah. and nobody still nobody wants to nobody wants to put us in that conversation. I think right now our resume is better than Michigan's, and we yeah, for sure. we played better than Michigan. You have the best one. You have the best resume in the country, in my opinion. And I don't see why that doesn't put you at one in the 2023 college people football playoff. People are just going to discredit it because it's the Pac-12 and it's West Coast ball. That's literally all That's it is. That's what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. The, the, the SEC. It's, the, the, it's the committee's top 25 that we've won against. Like, that's your list. Right. These, yeah. are, these are the teams that you anointed as wherever you put them in. It makes no damn sense. UW should be a top three team right now. I really do think at they least do. three. I think we're ahead of Ohio State mm-hmm. right now. I think we should be. Who do y'all got? For Not the big Georgia. Game? Maybe maybe Georgia set the precedent of winning two national championships, and you have to respect that. Got to. But but the two Big Ten teams, it really feels like it's just reputation yeah. that has them over Washington. Who do y'all got for the big game? Oh, I've got. I've got the Buckeyes. I I have the Buckeyes as well. Okay, so we're all in the I I don't think you can win that game without Jim Harbaugh, but... um, I think for me, it's less of that and more of... Both of these defenses are insane. Yeah. But I trust Ohio State to score more points than Michigan. Yeah, and the key of that is Michigan's rushing attack has had to take a significant... Besides the touchdown portion... The yards per carrier is so much lower, especially yeah. Donovan Edwards. That man's fallen off a cliff this year. 
Yeah, that's what that's really what Michigan's hung their hat on over the last two wins. They've just been able to run consistently on every single down, no matter where they are on the field. It could be third down and twelve, which they don't get into those situations with the way they run the ball. But hypothetically, um, they would still be able to run for a first down. Like they are, they they well, house they couldn't stop it. Um, but yeah, they've they've lost their touch in that aspect, and I just I I think that. Ohio State knows who they are. J.J. Um, McCarthy is one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen. The J.J. McCarthy Heisman hype was a really weird time in sick. college football. Sick. That was really weird. Was I never understood that. Michigan's really good, man. Michigan's really I, good. Oh, they're to, me, good it is, to me, it is just the Jim Harbaugh thing that's holding me back on I, Michigan. That's I, really I, it. I just, but, but see, my, th- my thing with that is um, – I don't know, man. Like, I, I just – the only difference is just the game management stuff. I think that's he really the only difference. He really is. I, I, I'm not trying to discredit it. I've but seen a huge difference these past two weeks. I think Sharon Moore's done a bad job. No, 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 no. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is what they have been able to do to beat Ohio State in terms of the install – Year for the past two years in terms of day to day process, I don't think that that changes because it doesn't. Arnold still their head coach throughout the week, so I'm not. That's not what changes me. I just, I just think Ohio State is. I think they're going to be able to do. Yeah, it. I think they're going to install pretty much the same game plan. But I think Jim Harbaugh being on that sideline, helping them execute that game plan in real time, I think that's the difference. I think. That's what they lose here. Um, they're going to need to throw the football in this game again, which they did last year. They were able to throw the football. Um, Cornelius Johnson was awesome in that game. I think Cornelius Johnson's one of those guys that doesn't produce a ton in college that's going to be really good in the pros because um, he was amazing in the game last year, and he didn't. He hasn't really gotten opportunities this year um, because J.J. McCarthy's a bad quarterback, and he's their quarterback. So. Um, but you can't say that around a Michigan fan. They will defend J.J. McCarthy to the death, which I don't understand. He's holding you back. Yeah. But, um, man, it's so exciting. I I really can't wait. I really cannot wait for what's to come. I great football, man. As long as Arizona doesn't win the Pac-12, a Pac-12 team is going to the playoff, it seems like. Yeah. There are some scenarios where Oregon does beat Washington, where Oregon still does not make the playoff. Um, because twelve and one Oregon versus twelve and one Georgia is kind of tough. No, you cannot not be a bad a, a conference championship and make it this year. I don't think you should be able to either. Anyway. That's for the committee this time because all we're going to do is watch and enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well because it's going to be a great week. So, yeah, I am yes, very, very excited for rivalry week as always. It's always great. I'm so excited. Um, roll Tide, go Cougs, and God bless America. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to all y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, we are very thankful for y'all. Genuinely, y'all have. Um, this thing has been so fun. This is this entire process um, before Connor, um, during Connor, um, before it was even that facts back when we were doing the oh, shit. 
back when I was doing the nightly podcast in summer 2020. Um, since since we've been doing this thing, man, you guys have have, have kept us going. Um, we are genuinely so thankful for y'all. We can't put it in words. Um, so thank you guys for continuing to support, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, another installment of it. Peace. Peace. Peace, y'all.